welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. And it begun. It's begun. It begun. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hope you're well. Yes. How is everyone doing? They're not very talkative. Oh, (laughs) Oh, well, I tried. I tried to be conversational. Hope everyone's had a good couple of weeks. Um, We are going into a song episode today. Yes, we should break into song every fortnight, as we often do. No, wait, hang on, we break into song every time. Well, I've broken into song on this one. You have broken into song Mm -hmm. on this one, yeah. You broke the song entirely. It's it's wonderful. And the good thing about the song we're doing today is I think it's one that everybody will know. I didn't know that I knew it. Oh, come say, on, Vince. Like, Seriously. I, I had heard it somewhere. I was like, oh, this is sort of familiar. But your version is very different. So yeah. I've, I had to mix you it earlier today. You are not telling so me that you don't know this song. Not by name. Definitely not. No. That, okay. Vince definitely has been living under a rock for all of his life. I'm, unlike, I'm unlikely to be the only person under a rock. Or maybe it's a very, very big rock. <laughs> but no matter. It's a good one. I think we're going to start by playing it, I think. And then I've got first? a little bit of the history. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I kind of got... I, She's keeping said, things spicy. Actually, most people will know this song. But you they might, that, might, not necessarily, not the might not necessarily think of it as um, sort of a spooky horror song, but it does. it is a ghost story in a way. Yes. Yes, definitely is. Um, it's a spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no, that's a good, good shout. All go right. play the song. All right. Let's play the song. <laughs> Dublin's first city where the girls are so pretty I first laid my eyes on sweet Molly Malone She wheeled her wheelbarrow through streets broad and narrow Crying cockles and muscles alive, alive, oh Alive, alive, oh Fishmonger, and short was no wonder, for so were her father and mother before. They each wheeled their barrow through streets broad and narrow, crying cockles and muscles alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and muscles alive, alive, And no one could save her And that was the end of sweet Molly Malone But a ghost wheels her barrow Through streets broad and narrow Crying cockles and muscles Alive, alive, Go, go. 
actually really pleased with how that came out. Yeah. That's, <laughs> sorry, um, big myself up, but that actually was really, sounded really cool. <laughs> it did sound cool, yeah. I yeah. don't know why you're surprised by that. You, you heard it before I did. I know, but you've mixed it and stuff, so yeah. it's kind of, yeah. It works, it works. It works so well, it's, yeah. It's not at all how other versions you've probably heard elsewhere are going to no. sound. And that's what I like about it. If indeed you've heard the song. Um no, it's it's an old, you know, it's an old folk song, isn't it? Is it is an old folk song, yeah. That's that's the sort of renditions I've yeah. some point can drag out from my mind, yeah. yeah. So obviously the reason why this song qualifies for the episode is because she dies of a fever and becomes a ghost. But there Naturally. is a little bit of history behind the song. Would you like to hear about it? I would like to hear because I think there's some, some weird stuff here. And yeah. I know they have a Molly Malone day somewhere. They do oh. indeed. They okay. do indeed. Okay. I've heard Guess of where that. it is. Guess where, um, think of the lyrics. Okay, so it's in Dublin. It's in Dublin. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Okay, um, still want to go to Dublin. Yeah, yeah. So do I. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, just for the music alone would be. Well, amazing. that's that's fair. Yeah. So a little bit of background behind this song, mm. um, and it's very it's quite interesting. So um, it says that the Irish have always told stories through song, which is absolutely true. I mean, mm-hmm. folk singing. You know, same in same in England, same anywhere really. I think a lot of, but I- Ireland is kind of. Very, it is absolutely very, famous for yeah, it. Famous, yeah, very famous for it. Probably one of their most famous songs is Molly Malone. Mm-hmm. And it's unofficially the anthem of Dublin. Oh, uh, nice. And sung at many events around the city. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you can imagine, can't you, drunkenly? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yeah, so under that context, I definitely can. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that chorus <laughs> is probably, it feels like it's probably come from something else where it yeah. could have easily been recycled. Well, like, um... Oh, Delson's Blood had a recycled chorus yeah, as well. well. It feels like it's probably a that. lot of like a lot. Well, only from my small knowledge of of working with an Irish lady um, and having to learn a lot of Irish songs, mm. um, the things like that. Um, and true, true, I can't know. We're the true la, rule la, la, true la, 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 that kind of thing as well. Yes. There's a kind of running riff of stuff that you know gets repeated. It's kind of like a uh, I don't know how to say it. It's a motif yeah, or it's a calling motif. card or something. Yeah, yeah. basically. No, I know exactly that, what you that mean. That seems to be. Even in, you know, when we, way back when we did um, You Are Not My Mother. Yeah. And um, my song had in it, my I, I tried to write an Irish song. And, you and did? the chorus was Alive, Alive, Oh, Alive, Alive, Oh. Yeah. Which I obviously nicked from Molly Malone. So you, you monster. I know. But, you know, it's very much, well, it's, you know, it's a song that's very much bedded itself within culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. The truth be told, it's actually unclear whether Molly was a real person ever okay. existed. If it, she did, then she was probably born around 1663 and died around 1699. Okay. Um, the song itself does appear, sorry, the song itself doesn't actually appear on any historical records until like the 1800s. Right. So assuming she was a real person, Molly was the daughter of a fishmonger and it could be that she represents a whole group of women known as the fishwives, which is okay. not a, the most, uh, what's the word? It's descriptive. I'll yeah. give them that. It does what it says on the tin. Yeah. It's not hugely complimentary. Um, I, I mean, it depends on which way you take it, but so I mean, the, fine. These women were said to be gruff, unpolished, foul-mouthed. Um, and during the day, they would wander the streets of Dublin, selling their fishy wares from their carts. Okay. By night, however, it's <clears throat> believed that they would have been sex workers. So, different wares. Different wares. A lot of uh, mongers, as they were known, a lot of them were apparently sex workers as well okay. to earn extra money. Okay. So it's, oh, there's nothing about this in the song whatsoever, but it's believed that if Molly had been a real, Molly Malone had been a real woman, it's very likely she would have been a sex worker. Okay. Okay. And also that most of her customers would have come from Trinity College, from student the students at Trinity College. Oh, right. Okay. Apparently so. Um, so 
like a lot of Irish songs, the tune, it's not particularly happy. After having a tough life, having to sell herself on the streets and selfish, Molly dies of a fever. Obviously not very old either. Mm. You know, she's still a young woman. Um, but it is said she has never really left the city. Her cries <clears throat> of cockles and mussels can still be heard around the bottom of Grafton Street, which mm. obviously is a street in Dublin. Over the years, historians have tried to track down the birth and death records to try and match Molly with a real person. Okay. And there's obviously, there have been plenty of Mary Malones born in Dublin around the right time. Nothing to prove that one any of them were actually Molly. I suppose you would call a Mary Molly sometimes. I don't yeah, know. I, can, I can see that happening pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. So there's no real evidence, unfortunately, that any of them were the actual infamous Molly Malone herself. Okay. Um, earliest recording of the song was traced to 1883. 1883, in Massachusetts, okay. interestingly. Well, massive Irish population yeah, of course. there. Yeah, yeah, that? makes so sense. Of course. Yeah, whole, you're right. You know, Boston thing. And then... Um, <laughs> that place. Coming up very short second in 1884 um, was a recording from London, mm. uh, credited to James York Yorkston. Okay, but this is all quite a lot later than the yeah, individuals exactly. be yeah. believed to have existed. Okay. I mean, of course, you know, this song would have just been sung over and over, passed Absolutely. around, word of mouth, just like all folk songs. It, yeah. would, have been a lot, it would have been sung for a y many, many years before it was actually recorded. Yeah, of course. Um, so... And Molly actually also appears in other songs and laments. So she's quite a, a well-embedded figure in Irish songs. Molly Malone, apparently. I mean, it's alliteration, if nothing else. Yeah. That, that seems like a great tool yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the songbook. So. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a song I sing called Irish Molly. Molly dinner, did you hear the news is going round? It's good. It's that one. So basically it's a whole Molly subgenre. Yeah, I think so. Is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I think so. There's a Molly songbook. Yeah. Molly's, is it an Irish name, Molly? I mean, you hear I, a lot I, of Molly, I, Irish Mollies, don't you? You do. I, I, I don't actually know. No, I don't know if the name is. Tell us if you're Irish. Tell us is Molly actually an Irish name or is it just a popular name? Who knows? Hmm, um, that would be nice to know, actually. So, regardless of facts or fiction, Molly is now deeply established um, and associated with Dublin and the Dublin culture. Mm -hmm. And in preparation for the hundredth anniversary of Dublin, Jane hundredth thousandth. Sorry. Oh, okay. Did I say hundredth. Okay. You did. Sorry. That just I seemed unlikely. People of Dublin, I'm so sorry. I know nothing about thousandth. the city's history, but it feels like 100th is the thousandth, unlikely. The thousandth anniversary. Apologies. Okay, okay. Um, Jean Reinhardt was commissioned to sculpt a statue of Molly. Oh, okay. Um, it was unveiled in June, the 13th of June, 1988. Um, and it was then celebrated as Molly Malone Day. Way! So 13th, I knew something. 13th of June is Molly Malone Day in Dublin. Oh, lovely. City. Um, so Molly is now forever immortalised in bronze at the bottom of Grafton Street. Which of her jobs is she depicted as doing I in the statue? <laughs> She's just there like with her boobs out. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, 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 no. That'd be a bit more classy. She's, She's very standing much, there just like ringing a, a bell. She's a she? fishmonger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and she's at the bottom of Grafton Street where it says to have wheeled her barrow through streets broad and narrow. Oh, of course. And it's where you apparently still hear her cries of cockles and mussels. Well, if we go to Dublin, that's where we should definitely yeah. go hang out then. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't think you've got a statue of a sex worker down there. I don't imagine it'd be like while she's on the job. But <laughs> just, st standing with a bell made sense to me. Just, I don't know. There's just music behind her playing going, na nah, 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 nah. <laughs> No, it'd be far more, I don't know, it'd be far more pretty than that if it's yeah. in Ireland. I don't know if people are interested. The other day I had a few drinks and put on my Simpsons pyjamas and then was singing the Simpsons theme tune to you, wasn't I? Yeah. Duh. Da, it was da, a magical da, moment. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
there's a window into our lives yeah. there there was another friend present it wasn't like me being weird it was just me being funny i i, I thought i was being funny you were, a, you were yeah. it was lovely yeah it was a special moment yeah. you've now shared with the internet oh, how no. do you feel good i think i'm funny <laughs> you are <laughs> i thought it was funny it was it um was. yeah so yeah we i'd love to go and check that out at some point to go and see the the statue i, I really and, would actually like to go and see that that would yeah. be very cool i mean i just want to go to dublin sounds well absolutely this this maybe this is enough of a catalyst a, to push us yeah it's a it's a it's a place on the bucket list it's ridiculous yeah. we've not been we live in england i've been to dubai australia and africa and well, india now you're just flexing yeah i know but i've not been why have i not been to ireland yeah it's I know. so stupid i haven't either, <laughs> I haven't either. um anyway so, leading on from that, mm. and I hope that was interesting for you, and I hope you all enjoyed the song. I definitely enjoyed I, I like knowing it. the actual song, because I, I, Molly Malone, I know as the name of the venue in Boston that spawned the band Floggy Molly. Of course. So they name themselves after that. So I, I know it must be a really common yeah. name. It's used Yeah, yeah, the places, name Molly but, is very important yeah. within, definitely. Uh, but I don't, yeah, it's nice yeah. to have heard your rendition of the song, the yeah. classic. Well, you know, I thought I don't want to go this sort of classic just kind of folky i was like let's do something a bit different no one would have held that against you yeah i know i know but there's so many beautiful renditions of it there really are as classic sort of folk songs like well let's do something a bit different Mm. um cool so going on from um molly malone's story this is not the only part of dublin that is thought to be haunted brilliant amazingly (laughs) it's it's over a thousand years old yeah or or, you know (laughs) So <laughs> we do like to hear about the ghosts of the Jervis shopping centre in Dublin. Absolutely. We've not, <laughs> you know what? We've not had a haunted shopping centre yet. No? This this is a very compelling. When it's somewhere haunted that's new, mm-hmm. I imagine, you know, pristine flat marble floors and escalators and all that kind of yep. stuff. And like, you I'm, know, I'm assuming Claire's accessories. Yeah. It's got to be better than one here in Tunbridge Wells. It's like a ghost shopping centre. So, <laughs> But not actually with ghosts, I assume. But not actual ghosts. No, like the literally boring meaning of ghost shopping center isn't there's no one there um right so yes there we will get into this are you ready yeah absolutely let's begin the jervis street shopping center in dublin opened in 1996 it looks just like a regular shopping mall busy and bustling with people going about their everyday lives but what some people don't know is that the center was built on the site of the jervis street hospital which closed in 1987 Part of the hospital design, which dated back to the 1800s during a rebuilding, was incorporated into the shopping centre. Mm. So, with 200-odd years of life drama etched into the site, it shouldn't really be a surprise that some of the hospital inhabitants remain there in the modern shopping centre. I, I guess. In 2008, a journalist working at a radio station in the building... I say, that's cool. I didn't know... Well, well that's one here as well. Oh, down the bottom of town, yeah. yeah. In the old BBC. The local radio station. In the yeah. old BBC building, yeah. Not in our shopping centre. It's a shopping centre. Yeah, it is. It's a posh one, though. Well, absolutely. It's yeah. a shopping arcade yeah. thing in there. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I digress. Um, in how, 2008, how dare you? Sorry. In 2008, a journalist working at the radio station in the building witnessed a ghostly figure making its way up the stairs. She didn't mention this encounter until later, when she was working in the studio late one night. Absorbed in her work, she began to be aware of a soft lullaby being sung. It was a gentle, soothing female voice. That sounds lovely. Yeah. The journalist sent me to sleep it was late at night. Mm. <laughs> the journalist assumed that a radio had been left on somewhere. She checked and no, there was no radio in the room. None that was switched on anyway. All the while the haunting lullaby continued. Then it stopped suddenly. <sighs> Bemused, the journalist shrugged and walked back to her desk. 
as soon as she sat down, the lullaby began again. She was not afraid by either of her encounters. However, the journalist was curious to know if any of her co-workers had experienced anything similar, and she wasn't disappointed. One of her colleagues had seen grey misty figures pass through solid walls. Another had heard constant coughing while they'd been alone in the studio. Chairs also seemed to move freely by themselves. Classic sign. Yep. Whispers began to spread that the studio was haunted. But it soon became apparent that it wasn't just that part of the shopping centre experiencing activity. As the rumours reached all different corners of the mall, more and more staff from all the different shops began to come forward with their own experiences. Multiple witnesses had seen the ghost of a nurse in the centre. This was validated by someone who used to work at the hospital, because of course it wasn't that long ago, so there'll be yeah, people so who come forward from the hospital. Yeah. She reported that it was well known that a goatly night... <laughs> you can keep that in. <laughs> a goat nurse. <laughs> oh, why is ghost and goat? It's really different. We've done had this before. We call each other the goat gig. We have. By accident. So a ghostly night nurse dressed in a long grey dress and a nurse's hat that had haunted the children's ward when it was a hospital. Mm-hmm. So the story was that a young child had died under her care when she was alive and the nurse had been so upset that her spirit had returned to the hospital to watch over the poorly children there. She remains even though the ward and the children are long gone. So yeah. Okay. Ghostly uh, mm-hmm. ghostly goat nurse. Absolutely. A male employee of the mall reporting to come into work early one morning said that he walked down an empty corridor to go to the toilet there just outside was a wild-eyed woman muttering to herself her lips were moving but no sound was coming out the worker assumed the woman was in trouble and asked if he could help her but as she turned to face him she quickly faded away well that's just rude very rude two other employees were startled by the sound of a baby crying when they were working in their locked up store in another the sound of children singing had rung clearly through the air In another, an employee moved a trolley in a stockroom only to find a murky figure standing right in front of her. She ran away as fast as she could. (laughs) It was scared to tell me. I'm quite, I I like to think I'm quite like brave. And if I moved something and there was just this murky figure just like stood there, I think I would definitely get out of there as quick as I could. The shoppers themselves had also experienced cold spots, feelings of unease, disembodied voices, and had seen electronic toys been set off by unseen hands. That is creepy. I think that's quite funny, at least. Well, that makes me think of those horrible toys in Toy Story. Uh, No, they weren't weren't actually creepy, because they were getting off track, sorry. They were creepy. Yeah, but they they weren't evil. They weren't, but they were creepy. In the basement, the sound of loud breathing and wheezing has also been reported. Mm just me after i've been around a cat yes (laughs) it should also be noted that as well as being on the site of an old hospital the center is also located next to wolfton park until the sounds picturesque until the mid 19th century the park was a graveyard okay attached to saint mary's church okay mary's church is now a popular uh, bar and nightclub oh lovely as you do with the church (laughs) I would rather they become nightclubs than they get torn down, actually. Absolutely. So, no, I can imagine right, that's actually pretty damn cool. 
I've been to a few bars which are converted churches and chapels yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Well, we have here, we have the Trinity Theatre, which is an old church and it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just, fe- I mean, I'm, I'm not a Christian, so it doesn't bother me, but it just seems quite funny to me that somewhere yes. that was used, you know, for religious purposes is now like somewhere where people get smashed and get off with each other and do drugs. Well, yeah. But, but at the same time, I bet it's a really cool venue. Yeah, acoustics usually really nice, yeah. so... Um, so the graveyard was actually cleared away in the 1940s to make way for a playground. Okay. Um, followed by the park in the 1960s. And you can still see the old tombstones that oh. once stood in the graveyard. They now, now rest against the wall surrounding it. I mean, I've, I've seen that so happen in other places. I've seen that happen in other places when they have to but, sort of... I mean, I hate to say it, what happened to the bodies? Are they just there still? Um, they usually get exhumed, or mm. if they're new, they get exhumed and get put somewhere else consecrated. So it's just like these tombstones are just like decorations around the kids' play area. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, <laughs> that's going to be a really bizarre I, kids' playground. I looked at the pictures and it is. It's like this park, play area, and the tombstones like casually just sort of... Oh, that shouldn't sound that weird to me because we... My sister and I, if we're visiting our grandparents when they used to live in a tiny village in Cornwall, like, the only yeah. place to op- that was open that you could play, that wasn't, you know, the car park of the pub, was the churchyard. Yeah, I suppose. As it just was our place. That wasn't weird to us back then. You, well, it's just, weird now. What, what weird is, like, the, the tombstones have just kind of been, not left there, I'm sure it was done on purpose, but it's just mm. been like, oh shit, what do we do with these? I'll just stick them against well, the wall. They're probably quite heavy, <laughs> yeah, so... Stick them against the wall, it'll be fine. <laughs> um... So back in the day, the graveyard had become overcrowded and many of the graves had been disturbed. Some of the buildings around the park were also said to be haunted by restless spirits. A notorious figure associated with the square was John Toller, the first Earl of Norbury. He is also known as the Hanging Judge. He sounds lovely. He does. Toller had a reputation of being one of the most hated men in Ireland. He seemingly took deep pleasure in condemning people to their death. Folklore tells that he was cursed by a widow of one of the men he sent to the gallows. Toller died in 1831, and it's said that his ghost haunts the area in the form of a phantom black dog. The spirit was doomed to forever prowl the streets of Dublin, dragging behind him a heavy chain. I wonder where they got from, like, if they someone saw this dog or whatever. Mm. They were like, oh, it must be old Toller. I wonder why they decided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely, uh, you think, hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, fine, fine. So just to finish up, there's another mm. phantom um, that is of a tall, dark figure. And this is seen passing through solid walls, okay. walking across the s- square. However, the bottom of his legs appear to be underground. I've heard about so this before. So it's back from the floor was lower. Yeah. So like yeah. You, hit, you see, you hear about ghostly soldiers sort of going Roman into battle, soldiers, but you can exactly only see half of them, which yeah. is really, really creepy. Because the ground used to be lower. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the area is absolutely rife with ghosts, it seems, and it will be for a long time to come. Yeah. So it's more of a kind of like um, you can just like overall, a ghostly overview. Yeah, of ghostly Dublin. overview of Dublin. Well, of that little area of Dublin. Yes, I don't know how big Dublin is. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. We more. should go and find yeah, out. Yeah, there's plenty more where that came from. It's an old city, you know, yeah. with very rich history. I will say that when you were saying about the shopping centre, that having worked in a shop in a shopping centre some years back now, uh, the service tunnels of a shopping centre are. Really unnerving, yeah. Because they're big, because they have to let giant trolleys and things through. But they're empty. It's yeah. very, it's a, it's a, a liminal space in the middle of a really yeah. busy area. But there's no one there. I and did. It's just, it's just bare stone bricks, and it echoes weirdly. And there's service lifts far, far away. Yeah. It is a really unsettling place. I did very briefly work in a the in our in our local shopping centre. The uh, the shops change around a lot. Yeah. When I was younger, there used to be a secondhand bookshop in okay. um, 
uh, in one of the top floors. And I worked there very briefly as like a 19 year old, you know, just yeah, kind of yeah, like part time exactly. job. And yeah, I remember going down to sort of get stock or whatever. And it was really creepy. They are creepy. Cold, they, dark. Exactly. They're not here. They're not because they're not supposed to be, you know, used much. Yeah. And like the lights tend to be on where you're standing, where there's movement. So yeah. if you see moving down the corridor, we, we, I'd walk around often and we commented if I walk past someone, this is this should be a horror film set. So yeah. they've now torn it down. Oh, that really? particular shopping centre, but yeah, they're pretty mm. universal in that. But, but I mean, they are really unsettling places. Not them saying people are, you know, it's all it's all bollocks. But basically, if you're in a shopping centre, you're in that environment, and you hear these kind of rumours and stories, then you're then down there in the dark and the cold. <laughs> yeah. You probably are going to be like, oh shit, what was that? Yeah, Who is that? You are primed. You, I will yeah, say you're that. Probably, in that in you'll probably you'll probably think you see things out of the corner of your eye. It's very very likely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's. Yeah. really unsettling what place. an interesting history you... though the the hospital and then the graveyard and mm, yeah i mean i do one thing i do really believe is that you know energy can't die and th- th- all that bad horrible energy from the hospital you know people it's the sadness people dying people being so ill you know that's got to affect the area i think i guess so i honestly I... do believe that you know that, that that kind of negative negative sadness and grief has got to have some kind of effect Perhaps. Yeah, I think. Um don't know. Probably talking bollocks, but I just <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it really. Mm. Just a little overview of that little area of Dublin. I don't know where that is in relation to Molly Malone's patch, but any <laughs> any Irish listeners do in do educate us. Yeah. If you know anything more about this or have said anything wrong or have uh I don't know, said the wrong word or the wrong name, do let us know. <laughs> this is when we find out we've been saying the word Malone wrong yeah, yes. time. <laughs> or that's not how you say the name of the shopping centre. It's Mulaney. <laughs> yeah. It's Molly Mulaney, you dick. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but everyone else then's been saying Malone forever. Yeah. <sighs> Molly Mulaney. That sounds more like something out of Oliver. It's it all Molly Mulaney. <laughs> um, so that's it, guys. We'll be back with a uh, movie episode. Yeah, it's filmed next. Yeah, and it's again, it's a listener request next week, next time. Yeah. Which is, yeah, excited for this one. Um, I don't yet know what it is, so I'm looking forward yes, to finding you do. out. We've watched it, you silly bum. You're going to cut me out singing, calling you a silly bum. Uh, well, we don't have no. like, conversational context. So I actually I don't would know. quite like people to know that Vince is saying he doesn't know what it is, what the next film is that we've watched. I remember watched. watching it now. Yeah, but he's, he's actually watched it and he doesn't that, know no, what no, it is. We have to cut it out because you just say what the title is. They obviously cut that bit out. Well, I'd, 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 I'd like to keep it when in. When I play it back, I'll yeah. see what I can cut out that makes right. some sense. Here's what I'd like to keep in Vince has said he doesn't know what, so, what film we're doing next. Despite the fact we watched it last week. <laughs> I now remember we have watched it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it was, um, it's, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it was... So don't forget to drop us an email. Just to confirm, our email address is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That's not, us. Not the ghost gig. It's ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Just because yeah. someone mentioned to me the other day, they thought it was the ghost gig, which would make That's sense. That's fair. That's what we call ourselves everywhere um, else. So yeah, so. ghostgiguk at gmail.com or you can get us on Instagram, probably the best socials, mm-hmm. um, or Facebook. So we're everywhere. Do say hi. Send in your spooky story. Send in your song recommendations. Send in your film recommendations. Yeah. And we have had some song recommendations, but I don't know what any of them are. So I'm going to have to have a look at them. I think that's okay. We'll we'll have a look together because I think there's going to be some fun ones there. Amazing. So thanks so much for listening and we'll speak soon. Thank you. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.